as twilight's veil descends upon the land. In fair London town's bosom, where we stand, a tale unfolds, a clash of worlds. Behold, for mighty Brock Lesnar's heart, so bold, (laughs) contemplates a battle that's unforeseen betwixt his might and actors of this scene. In red UFC trunks, he sits consumed by fire, roasting meat, his thoughts soar higher and higher. With Shakespeare's Globe Theatre troupe at hand, he ponders months this twilight's shifting sand. Now gather close, for as this tale unfurls, let us delve into the mind of Lesnar, Earl of Wrestling Rings, where champions hold sway, where dreams collide, and legends seize the day. Enter Brock Lesnar. Oh, twilight's tender grasp, thy gentle touch, doth stir within me thoughts I cannot hush. Here in this crucible of flame and meat, I contemplate a contest fierce, complete. Mine adversaries, players of this stage, with words and jests, they seek to tame my rage. But I, a warrior born with every breath, shall face this challenge, embrace the dance of death. What sayest thou, fair globe theater's noble kin? To match thy skill against raw power held within, thy jests, thy monologues, they hold no sway. Against my sinews' might, they shall betray. <laughs> what if I were to take this stage by storm and show thespians what a warrior can perform? With each sinew strained, each muscle taut, in thunder forth with roars that cannot be bought. No script, no plot, but raw and primal might shall mark this clash, this battle in the night. So let the night unfold its darkened veil as Lesnar meets thespians this tale to regale. Amidst the crackling fire and flickering light I'll rise a titan in this twilight's fight. With red UFC trunks, my armor fierce and true, I'll claim my place upon this stage anew. And scene. <laughs> wow! <laughs> what? Okay. Well, hello, fellow well met. Thou hast found thyself. <laughs> you do. <doofus>. In... <laughs> Thou hast found thyself in this squared circle. <laughs> I don't know if that's right. In any case, <laughs> you're in the Brocticon. Uh, I'm Cameron. That's Aaron. That's Aaron. Sean. Guys, we got a really interesting question uh, for this episode. And it comes all the way from who would have thought? Very old England. Starts out Dear Brocticon Podcast, greetings. I, I feel like I want to read it in a a high-class British accent. You have to. Oh, I yeah. think you should. <clears throat> okay. Posh and proper. Okay, it starts out. Dear Brocticon Podcast. <laughs> 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 Greetings from London, England. As a devoted fan of both Shakespeare and the phenomenal athleticism of Brock Lesnar, <laughs> I find myself pondering an intriguing hypothetical scenario. 
How many times out of ten could the mighty Brock Lesnar emerge victorious against none other than William Shakespeare and his troupe of actors in the legendary Globe Theatre? The clash of raw physical power against the captivating brilliance of Shakespearean theatre was an enthralling thought that tickles my imagination. I would greatly appreciate your insights and playful analysis on this fascinating matchup. Yours sincerely, Christopher. Cameron, I love you. Christopher, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> Christopher might be a normal guy. No, no. I promise you, if if he said that in, he is not a normal guy. He sounds like that, but he's from Utah. <laughs> Uh, Cam, did Christopher specify like weapons or any battle problems? He said that they're in the Globe Theater. Right, that's great. In the Globe Theater, they would have had all the props and stuff. That includes daggers, daggers, yeah. real swords, poison, yeah. apothecary. Yeah, yeah, I, yes, probably the stuff to make poison. There's a, uh, there's ropes. There's there's all sorts of things that could popcorn be popcorn stand. Yep. Lions. Yep, a reel to reel. A bazooka. <laughs> I must point out too. Nowadays, they have like play swords and stuff like that. Now back then, it was just it was a real sword. If there were going to be sword fights and things, it was real sword fight. You know, it yeah. was. They went through a lot of Mercutios in the early days, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I add a stipulation of? Sure. We just we just pick like a small handful of cast members, like okay, like, like the hits. You know what I mean? You want to do two each. So six, Brock versus six characters. Let's say they're the actors who are playing the characters, but they have been fully embodied. They are fully embodying their oh, characters. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, they're shoot. Daniel Day-Lewising this thing. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I was really hoping it would be the characters because there's like there's like witches, you know? That That's too much. That's fair. Okay. Can I go, can I go first? Sure. Gotta get a, gotta get a Hamlet. Mm. Okay. Mm. All right, we got him. The first pick, the 2023 <laughs> Shakespearean fight draft. Aaron selects Hamlet. I got, I got one. Yep. Othello. Great. The guy's an actual like general and fighter. With the third overall pick in the Shakespearean draft, I select Tybalt from Romeo and Tybalt. Juliet. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, that's interesting. He's a, he's a tough street guy, and he killed. Mercutio. Doesn't he die too? Yeah, eventually. That's the hands of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> Do it to go snake? Shot you up back up? Yes. I want Brutus from Julius Caesar. Oh, okay, Great. nice, nice, nice. Military man. Oh, man. I go with Coriolanus. <laughs> you can't say that word. Dude, come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. We've tried to keep it under wraps that Cameron is four or five times smarter than Aaron and I this whole show, but it's out the window now. The people know. <laughs> there's there's still a lot of good fighters out there. There's all the Henrys. Ooh, did anybody say Macbeth? Oh, uh, no. I, frick. Final one. Uh, lock in in the final pick of the, the Shakespeare draft. I got Iago from Othello. <laughs> Having not read Othello, pretty sure I've heard that in Othello, Iago just does a bunch of evil things, yes. and at the end, there's a time for him to give a monologue about why he did all this stuff, and he just like laughs, and he's just he just doesn't say anything. So, Iago, pure evil, 
Yeah, I don't think Iago is going to be that for you. But uh, what do you mean? He is crafty, but he's like tiny. uh, No, he's like he's like a fellow's like secondhand guy. And the thing that makes him evil (laughs) is not that he like goes running around like stabbing and killing people, but he like poisons a fellow's mind against his his wife so that he ends up killing her. (laughs) (laughs) Aha, Brock Lesnar. I've made you turn against those you love. Wait, no, put me down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy that after all of this Macbeth is going to go to the Shanghai Sharks <laughs> How did not go on the board? I'm going to go ahead and say it now I feel like you guys are not going to be leaning on me a lot this episode <laughs> <laughs> to quote William Shakespeare you have run out of free quotes from WilliamShakespeareQuotes.com <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they're in the Globe Theater. It was an open-air theater. So there's, like, some seating. There's a lot of standing room. What I'm saying is there's a lot of open space. It's, it's not cut and dried like, an, like a theater nowadays, and it's open to the elements. I think this probably helps Brock, unless they had, like, flintlock muskets in those days. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they did not. No, they did. What? They did. Flintlock yeah, muskets? They had- they had guns, yeah. There was no way that they had guns yes! in Shakespeare's time. Sean, the reason the original globe burned down was because it caught on fire because they were firing off some cannons. What? For a part of a show. They fire off some cannons like, ah, and then like five minutes into it, they realize the thatch roof is on fire. And they're like, <laughs> oh uh. Yeah, that was, that was King Henry VII. By the eighth time, they'd figure out not to do that anymore. (laughs) Fast eight. (laughs) (laughs) Two king, two Henry. The Henrys of of English history are the are the medieval version of the Fast and Furious franchise. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because it's all about family. Hey, you guys want to go to the Globe Theater? They have Hamlet Tokyo Drift Show. When I see thou again. (laughs) The action sequences, they're just like jumping hay carts off of ramps and stuff. (laughs) Man, if you love Brock Lesnar and Shakespeare. This is your episode. This is your episode. (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) Can I make a trade? You want to make a trade? Mm -hmm. I want to swap out Iago for both. Romeo and Juliet, like the tag team <laughs> duo of teenagers. Brock just F5s Romeo, and then Juliet's like, no, and then just F5s herself. <laughs> Does the league allow it? Do you find them dangerous? I just, I think the, the double helps. Commissioner Cameron, do you approve this transaction? It's approved, yeah, go for Great. it. Because don't forget, Juliet has poison. Okay, you have to ingest it. Yeah, you're telling me six other guys couldn't hold Brock Lesnar down and put a vial of poison in his mouth? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm telling you. That was a stern look, Sean. We got Romeo and Juliet. We got Othello, Coriolanus. Dennis Rodman. (laughs) (laughs) He's back. Can we please put Dennis Rodman in there? (laughs) Commissioner. Commish. 
<laughs> if you could get him to be a Shakespearean character. Can we make him Juliet? So it's Romeo. Yes, yes, Juliet. yes, yes, yes. That's it. That's it. That's it. Heck yes. That's what it is. I bet it would be great. He would memorize all the lines. He would put the emotion in it. Yeah. He has her patented gargly voice. <laughs> Romeo, Romeo. <laughs> oh, Dennis, I see you're already well-dressed for the wedding scene. What wedding scene? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, i'm sorry i'm bad at this i don't know who any of these dudes are could you give me like some stats or cool things that they did okay 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 hamlet prince of denmark i, I you know relatively who that yeah one i is. got hamlet yeah okay tybalt um street thug guy well he's your guy so so explain uh, him, he's the guy that killed like, mercutio cool. he's just like a local dude that had some beef with romeo and his homies yeah just just a street level bad guy yeah Ready to kill. Romeo and Rodman, we got those two. Yeah. Um, Othello, he's a general. He's really smart tactically. Okay, um, so we have a leader. Yes. But we also have a leader in Coriolanus who is like, he saved Rome, and then Rome was like, well, boo, we don't like you. And he's like, fine, then I'm going to go to the enemy. And he goes to the enemy, and then he like marches back on Rome, and he's like, ha ha, see? But then he's like, ah, I can't do that to you, Rome. And then he dies. I think we covered all of them. Oh, uh, Brutus, who decided he was right, tired right, right. of Julius Caesar's BS yeah. and said, let's stab this guy. We, we got we got killers. We got leaders. Yeah. We got Dennis yeah. Rodman in the paint. This is a good battle. Here's the thing. I think if they all attack him at once, I would maybe give it to him like two times out of ten. But I also think that here's the thing about a lot of these characters is like their hubris gets them in the end. You know? They're all just about to punch Brock, and then every single one, all at once, just turns and delivers a soliloquy to the audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brock is just like twisting their necks <laughs> one by one. At the end, at the end of the fight, Brock Lesnar is delivering his own monologue, holding six skulls. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're they're scattered around the theater, which I think increases Brock's chances exponentially especially if he gets they, they start scattered i think they start scattered guys i'm ready to go i i got this locked down you got it yeah all right brock lesnar wins the fight against what is it six or seven shakespearean actors nine times out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> i think the only thing doing a bit is rodman really rodman's tough the rest are just like yeah 1600s actors they've been through a lot man Oh, like the plague? What? Like Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've got Brock here nine times out of ten. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm less worried about Dennis Rodman. However, I mean we still are talking about people with real swords in a right. time when people yeah, legitimately yeah, yeah. would have known how to use swords. And if they started together, I would have a lower number, but because they're spread out. Wait, can Brock get a weapon too? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure he could pick something off of like somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not times out of 10. Yeah. He's good. He's good. Yeah, I, I I just think he makes light work of it, you know? He yeah. gets He gets Brutus's dagger, he takes everybody out, throws the body, throws the bodies in the Thames and calls it a day. <laughs> yeah. Brock just kills everybody and, like, pours himself a big cup of mead, and then he's like, and scene. <laughs> <laughs>
This is a great question, though. I love this, Cam. I I think nine times out of ten is right. <laughs> You're going nine? Wait, are we going triple nines? I if that feels right. If they're spread out, because I mean, it's a rare day when we all agree. Sweep for the nine. Here's the thing. Even the strongest person, like the most like physically built person back then that people might have seen, like a quote unquote strong man, they weren't conditioned like Brock Lesnar. Right. They're like, I didn't. I've n- I haven't seen those muscles except in Greek architecture, you know? We thought it was a joke. <laughs> we thought they were wait, just pumping themselves up. Wait, you can really have those? Yeah, the Bowflex yeah. was not invented for another 250 years. <laughs> or even the earliest prototype. That was when Gutenberg was still trying to figure out the press. He just started doing another kind of press. <laughs> in 1600s London, if you got a gym membership, you walk in. And there's just like a donkey you can wrestle, and that's it. <laughs> there's a donkey you can wrestle. And then over here, for your post-workout, we have some jellied eels. <laughs> Hark, that's another great episode of The Broctagon. Thanks for joining us. Never was there a pod of such great woe. I'm Sean, that's Cam, that's Aaron. Thanks so much for coming by, and be sure to join us next week. We've got renowned sports psychologist, Dr. Bob Winters. He's coming on the show. He's here promoting his new book. Uh, Just play better. We'll see you next time.